So all of a sudden, if <laughs> if story is at the preeminent circle, the heart of this behavior ecosystem, what's happening? It's everything. Because we don't see the world as it is, we see it as we are. So all we do is project meaning and stories. We have stories about our health, we have stories about our spouse, we have stories about our weight, we have stories about our money, we have stories about what we can accomplish, what we can't accomplish. So everything is a fucking story. What I have just done is set the tale. This is just part one. Go to everythingastory.com, get the free download, the free excerpt while it's available. Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grumberg. Alrighty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached H2G and we are doing it. We, <laughs> we are absolutely going to do this in the interest of setting this series this is going to be a six-part series about the book and i apologize in advance the gloves are coming off and what i mean by that is we've <laughs> we've kept this mostly very clean but there are going to be some f-bombs here and I will explain all of that and why that is. So apologies in advance. I hope that doesn't turn you entirely off. Having said that, I'm thrilled to introduce to you, I swear it's almost 20 years in the works, what has emanated here is the prequel. <laughs> it's a prequel. It's called Everything is a Fucking Story. Everything is a fucking story. The code word, the code name is just everything. So we'll use that. The question is, how did we get here? And again, I'm going to do six episodes leading up to the launch on 10-1, fingers crossed. 10-1, everything goes live. Now, everything is an extremely deep exploration of our thinking, our thought process. And I say extremely deep, it's 300-ish pages. Now, it occurs to me, you can, wait, <laughs> you can wait for six weeks and go through each of these episodes, which I encourage you to do, and I want you to do with me, because I'm going to talk through the back story. Again, this is called Everything is a Fucking Story. There is a story behind that. There's a back story behind a ton of information, and I'm going to share that in a six-part series. Having said that, there's probably nothing I can say or articulate 
that won't be summarized quickly for you in the excerpt, which is live and free and available for you to download immediately, as in right now. If you go to everythingastory.com, everythingastory.com, we certainly left the F-bomb out of the domain name for obvious reasons. So here we go. Today's episode, part one of a six-part series, is some of the backstory. How does everything become a prequel? The, <laughs> the answer, I'm trying to think, where do I begin? The answer is, let me set the table. In, in 2005, I started to write The Habit Factor. I was deeply committed to this idea, the concept, that the force of habit was the secret. I remember the popular movie and book around that time was uh, just kind of top of mind and everybody was talking about it. And I couldn't help but think, you know, the secret doesn't mean, I guess if the gloves are off, we can say that the secret doesn't mean shit. It's worthless without the force of habit. You can sit there and think all you want about magical thoughts. And if there isn't action, if there aren't habits behind it, and I can get into why a bit later, but the secret is meaningless. So, so the real secret I have contended since that time is the habit factor. The force of habit extends well beyond our behaviors. It extends into the realm of our thinking. It even extends into the realm of our environment. All you have to do is look up and see the moon and the stars, and people can predict years out where Jupiter's going to be. Why is that? Because habit, well, let me back up. Because energy speaks, this sounds a bit esoteric, in terms of uh, pattern and rhythm. And habit is another form of this. And this is why we generate our habits either accidentally and they just kind of happen automatically, or we have the unique capacity to intentionally craft habits. So I start writing about this. It's 2005, and I'm captivated by it, and I can't stop thinking about it. Uh, in 2008-ish, or late 7, the iPhone is introduced. I press pause on the book, and we come out with an app late, no, summer of 2009, The Habit Factor is released. It is the very, very first Habits to Goals Tracker, the first habit tracker where you create and align habits to your goals. Still today, it's really the only one that has this unique habit alignment feature. And then the book comes out in 2010, and 
I'm leading you somewhere, Harristos. Uh, stay with me. What occurs to me, even though I have an entire chapter on something called habitat, why is it called habitat? Because the environment has a massive influence on our behaviors. So I begin to think, well, if I were to write another book, and I really never wanted to write a first book, but it was so compelling because of the results in my life and then coaching and helping people that I had to do the habit factor. So I, so I write the habit factor, the app comes out, it it blows up, and I'm thinking, I could have done more to elaborate on the environment. And so I'm contemplating this, and it, it takes me another five years to write a book called The Pressure Paradox. And the reason I settled on pressure in particular, because environment is just way too broad. I mean, the environment can be all sorts of things, but I settled on the force. So there was the force of habit and then the force of pressure and how incredibly, given some thought, pressure affects our productivity, our performance, and our peace of mind. In fact, that's the subtitle. I have it right here. Your path to maximum productivity, performance, and peace of mind. So now we have the habit factor. Might as well mention that subtitle. An innovative method to align habits with goals to achieve success. That was unheard of. Absolutely unheard of in 2010 which is a, an episode separately. So so we're talking about the pressure paradox and I'm and I'm thinking this force of pressure. I mean, what is a deadline, right? You set a deadline that creates pressure and then we get shit done. When you have to go on vacation, the most productive day is the day before you leave town. So we know pressure can be positive. We know that. Well, what about performance? There are experts, air quotes, like sports psychologists. There are books out there that say pressure is the enemy of success. That's the actual thesis. It's a bit frightening. Because pressure is anything but the enemy of success. I have a poster right over my back shoulder here. It's Abraham Lincoln, who's notably one of the most successful presidents that's ever existed. The question is, is it because of the pressure or despite the pressure? And the answer is it's because he had a nation that was completely divided. He had immense pressure and he's recognized as the greatest president ever because he managed to navigate his way through an immense crisis. So pressure cannot be the enemy of success. What we end up finding incredibly, is just like habit, pressure is neither 
good nor bad. It's indifferent. It's neutral. doesn't really care. It's the force. There's the good force. There's the bad force. It's how we use it. In fact, in the pressure paradox, I go through this semi-elaborate concept of refraction and how we can use pressure in a favorable fashion. I also talk about the three P's, plan, prepare, practice. These are ways to dissipate, right? Use the pressure favorably to plan, prepare, and practice. When you think about the most pressure-riddled industries, military comes to mind, right? Nothing is probably more pressure-riddled than the military. So what do they do? They plan, prepare, and practice 724. Does that make the pressure go away? No, but it actually sharpens the sword, so to speak. So, So we know pressure. First of all, we can't, if it's the enemy of success, then we should all hide from it. But the truth is, no, <laughs> you can't hide from pressure. Nobody can hide from pressure. So we better understand it. So I spent five years plus and I come out with the pressure paradox. So now I have the habit factor and I've written the pressure paradox. And as I'm writing the pressure paradox, this, a model emerges. It's called the three circles, three circles of behavior. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, holy shish kebab. So we have three concentric circles. And again, if you just, (laughs) I'm going to press pause, go to everythingastory.com and get your free excerpt now. You can, you'll see the diagram. I can try to paint a picture. If you just download this, you'll get the thesis. You'll get the behavior model. Um, it'll explain it far better than I'm doing, just reeling off the top of my head. So we have the habit factor. I'm into the pressure paradox. And I recognize there's this three-circle model. In fact, there's a chapter called... I'm holding the book. Hopefully it's not. There it is. It's called Three Circles. And if you could imagine almost like a target of a dartboard or even the target symbol for the company, it's three concentric circles. Environment, behaviors, habits, and skills, and then thoughts in the middle. And so that's like the third chapter within the pressure paradox and I cannot shake this behavior model so that's 2015 here we are in 2022 and as I'm writing this book what what I what I know I must do is complete the three circles In other words, if the habit factor was the middle concentric circle and the pressure paradox, which was just an aspect of the environment, is the outer circle, 
then I have to address thought, the innermost circle. And what the three circles ends up emerging into is what we call the three circles of behavior echo system. Now just set that aside. As I'm writing this book about thinking, I'm mildly disturbed because thinking has been a subject that has been written about since time immemorial. I don't necessarily want to even dare try to write another As a Man Thinketh. If you haven't read that, I highly recommend it. In the book, James Allen does a remarkable job with this idea of cause and effect. And he says things like, your life today is where it is. <laughs> I, should, I should pull up the quote. Hang on. All right. Well, I'll hit you with a few. We'll clean this up. In as a man thinketh, keep your hand firmly upon the helm of thought. Self-control is strength. Right thought is mastery. Calmness is power. Now let's go to another one. If you would protect your body, guard your mind. If you would renew your body, beautify your mind. Thoughts of malice, envy, disappointment, despondency rob the body of its health and grace. One more. You are today where your thoughts have brought you. You will be tomorrow where your thoughts take you. So there's no way and there's no need which is even more important, to rewrite as a man thinketh. And so I delibereth upon this very mucheth until I finally realized in my research, and at this point, I'm probably four-ish years into writing this. The good news is I had a lot of notes. I had a lot of butterflies. I'll explain butterflies another day. So, so James Allen has written a remarkable book. There's no reason to rewrite it. There's, there's no way I can do a better job. And yet, I know I have to write about thinking. And then there's, I mean, that's just James Allen. I could go on, let's, let's do some Buddha quotes. Let's make this fun. Our life is shaped by our mind. We become what we think. Sounds pretty important. We become what we think about. So, so we got James Allen. We got Buddha. There's, there's a William Blake quote. We become what we behold. Many people have said this. And here, thinking sits at the middle of my this behavior model, the three circles behavior model, this ecosystem. And the challenge I have is I'm not going to write another book about thinking. And yet I know I have to write another book about thinking. Then as I do more and more research about thinking and metacognition, 
I trip upon a neuroscientist. I actually think he's a cognitive scientist. And a, let's look him up. This is why, by the way, if you just go to everythingastory.com, you will get all this instantly. Let's look this up. The guy's name is Mark Turner, Professor Mark Turner. He's not a musician. MarkTurner.org. And I was just kind of looking for his bio. I know he's a cognitive scientist, and I think he's he's a linguistic scientist, and I just wanted to get the term correct. Mark Turner, linguist. How about that? He's a cognitive scientist and a linguist and an author if you go to markturner.org. So, I feel like I won the lotto. All of a sudden, it's Christmas. I'm four years in. I know I'm writing about thinking, but I need a new twist. I have this behavior model. It's it's unlike any behavior. And by I didn't even do research on behavior models till much later, but it turns out it's it's totally innovative. It's brand new. Um, I'm just so far outside this education system that perhaps in some ways it's helpful. I mean, I'm doing research and I'm learning, but I'm kind of creating and crafting on the side. So all of a sudden, Mark Turner says, narrative imaging hyphen story is the fundamental instrument of thought. Rational capacities depend on it. It, storytelling, is our chief means. I want to repeat that. It's our chief means of looking into the future, of predicting, of planning, and of explaining Narrative imaging story is the fundamental instrument of thought. Rational capacities depend upon it. It is our chief means of looking into the future, predicting, planning, and explaining. Boom. All of a sudden, this three circles of behavior ecosystem is complete. No longer is the word thought in the middle. The word story is in the middle. Story, habits, environment. And the conduit, go to everythingastory.com and download the free excerpt and you can see this image. The conduit in between each major influencer of our behavior is emotions and feelings. It's a conduit. So if, if a comet strikes, I feel terrified, I start running. So comet, environment, feelings, terrified, behavior, start running. And then my story is what? Uh, the world's ending, right? And then maybe a few hours go by, no more comments, my story changes. Maybe the world's not ending. The key idea here, and there are several, is that we think in terms of story, precisely what Mark Turner is sharing. And it's so powerful because we don't just think comet, 
we think, holy shit, the world is fucking ending. And we extrapolate all sorts of meaning and implications. We begin to predict. And we do this not just when comets strike, but when the spouse says something on her way, his way out the door. What the fuck did that mean? Oh, I know what that fucking meant. So all of a sudden, if <laughs> if story is at the preeminent circle, the heart of this behavior ecosystem, what's happening? It's everything. Because we don't see the world as it is. We see it as we are. So all we do is project meaning and stories. We have stories about our health. We have stories about our spouse. We have stories about our weight. We have stories about our money. We have stories about what we can accomplish, what we can't accomplish. So everything is a fucking story. What I have just done is set the tale. This is just part one. Go to everythingastory.com. Get the free download, the free excerpt while it's available. In fact, I'm looking for your feedback. We are buttoning this thing up. I have been teaching this now for almost 18 months, this three circles of behavior ecosystem to master certified coaches. I'm sharing it with our coaches, certified habit factor coaches. This is a dare I say, revolutionary new behavior model. Simple is effective, right? Simple is practical. Practical is effective. We'll talk more about different behavior models. So um, I'm excited to share this, beyond excited. Hopefully you can feel the energy. This is just part one. We got Five more parts. Go to everythingastory.com, everythingastory.com, download the free excerpt. I'm eager to talk more about this. I want your feedback. You download this. Hit me with your thoughts, mg at thehabitfactor.com. All right, my friends, that's going to do it for episode one the significance of how we think and how it impacts our behavior. Much more to cover. That'll do it for now. Thank you very much. Catch you next week. Everythingastory.com. See ya. And that will do it. Thank you very much once again for joining me on this ride. Don't forget. If you are not subscribed, subscribeify. Go ahead and subscribe right now. Be sure to share the show. We greatly appreciate, if you're wondering how to support the show, ratings and reviews. Further, on that note, our proud sponsor, audible.com. If you check out and go to audibletrial.com, audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals with the number two, just like the show, you can get a free 30-day trial. And with that, I want you to keep this in mind. Jim Rohn used to say, in five years, the difference in your life will be due to, and I'm chuckling because I, I amend this, it will be due to two things, the relationships you have fostered and the books you have read. Well, Audible Trial gives you 
it makes it so easy to, I mean, one idea is all it takes to change your life. And so that's what Jim Rohn's getting at. Audible trial makes it very easy. Speaking of just one idea, the habit factor is free when you go to audibletrial.com forward slash habits two goals with the number two. So he said the books you read and the relationships you foster over the next five years will have a remarkable difference on your life. I would, of course, add the habits and skills. And now you know the very best way to develop those habits and skills is to follow par. Plan, act, record, and reassess. You can always get that free template at thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. All right, my friends, that's it. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace.